welcome to Last Man Standing here with me, Paul Stevenson. On this Saturday, the 20th of January 2024, I am live with you. And today, I've, uh, the last uh, couple of shows I've done have been uh, uh, recorded shows, but I'm uh, very happy to be live with you today, and uh, we will open up the lines because uh, I'm going to, uh, I'd love to hear from you and your comments or questions and whatever. Have a chat about uh, the world we live in today in 2024. Uh, do support the network. Um, you can, of course, donate toll free and you can call in there on 800 724 2719 extension 3. And uh, again, that's uh, 800 724 2719 extension 3. Uh, various different options there to, to donate to us. But if you just go to the homepage, Republic Broadcasting Network, and you will see the various uh, donate options there uh, to keep us on the air. And it's important that you do because I think, you know, networks like this have been talking about things many years ago that people are now starting to discuss a little bit because of the mad dog that is a Zionist state over there in the Middle East bringing global condemnation on itself, although. In the West, they do try to spin it constantly and keep a lid on it as much as possible. Um, but we've been talking about these sorts of issues on, on shows like this and networks like this for, for, for many years when lots of other people who had bigger platforms have chosen not to for whatever reason. I'm not going to get into uh, speculating about their reasons we've done that before a lot of it is fear of course and a lot of it is protecting their um, YouTube channels or not wanting to be called an anti-Semite or whatever um, but we have always been ahead of the curve um, and we may not always get it right but our hearts are in the right place and certainly I can speak for the show and my guests so it's important do keep us on the air and again, just go to the Republic Broadcasting Network and you'll see the various options there. So, because I am live and like I said, I haven't, um, I haven't had a chance to speak to any callers this year yet, you can call in on 512-248-8252 or toll free on 800-313-9443. The lines will be open for the duration of the show. So... Uh, I'll be talking about, you know, what's happening here in the UK politically, about us joining you guys over there and attacking the Houthis in, in Yemen. Um, Tony Blinken w was asked recently <coughs> about the war in Ukraine and, uh, and if it's... Uh, Essentially, I'm paraphrasing, but if it's been a success or, uh, you know, or is Ukraine in trouble? Because, of course, you have this desperation from that little cokehead over there, Vladimir Zelensky, begging for more money from, from the U.S. Congress. And you have the Germans promising them money and impoverishing their own people even further. And we are promising aid as well. But... Uh, the the, 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 the the tide has turned in terms of public opinion over here, but that war particularly, and I, for large swathes of the population here, in brackets, well, you know, you better be careful what you wish for, politicians, when you open up our borders uh, 
to millions of Muslims, and then you go over and you uh, make a public display of of affection and blind support for a uh, ethnic cleansing maniac in uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. Well, it's not going to go down too well. So I don't think there's ever been that much support in this country uh, for that war. Uh, tragically, among the centrist types, uh, I, I can't even tolerate watching them anymore. People like Douglas Murray, who I used to have a, a measure of respect for, is basically just a, uh, a shill for Israel out there with the IDF uh, pushing Zionist propaganda about the poor Jews. Um, it, it seems that they can't climb down from their position um, regardless of how many uh, Palestinians are murdered. Not Hamas, they're well deep underground. So the whole idea of attacking Hamas and killing Hamas is a smoke show, or is, 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 is a nonsense. Uh, they're basically ethnic cleansing uh, Gaza with this smokescreen, which isn't fooling anybody, uh, of uh, we're, we're fighting Hamas. Um, so anyway... He was, um, Blinken, who seems, I don't know, he's a strange character. I mean, he's a hypocrite and he speaks out of both sides of his, his mouth with Israel because he's obviously <laughs> talking about his outrage, or not his outrage, but, you know, how he feels for the Palestinian people um, and wants to get aid in there and is encouraging the, the, the Israelis and to do everything in their power to avoid civilian casualties. Well, it's not working too well, is it? Um, and yet, in the other side of his mouth, he, you know, is supporting Israel with huge weapons that they drop from the safety of F-16 jets uh, uh, on defenseless, mostly women and children, it would, it would seem, in Gaza. But he was asked about the Ukraine war as well, and uh, he said, well, you know, uh, they've taken back 50% of the land that the Russians first – I mean, it, it, that, that is just a bull-faced lie. I mean, that is, ta- that is straight out of the, the bigger the lie, the more people will believe it book. And unfortunately, there are still some very gullible people in the West who believe these kind of lies. But that they've taken back 50% of the, of the land that Russia had originally taken – and it's, it's been a great success. You know, this guy's portraying the situation like it's all going swimmingly there because they, they haven't uh, taken over Kiev and they're still fighting and uh, Russia's been thwarted, which, again, is nonsense. You know, Russia is, if anything, has been on the offensive over the last sort of six weeks, um, whether you like it or not, wherever you stand on, on this uh, conflict. The reality is reality. And they talk about Russia running out of weapons. Russia, according to the Ukrainians themselves, and again, there's this constant contradictory narrative with the Ukrainians and our Western talking heads over here in the media and people like Blinken and any number of, uh, you know, mendacious spin doctors that Ukraine's doing so well. I mean, Blinken painted a picture that it was going so well. And I kind of thought, hey, hold on a minute, this guy Zelensky seems desperate for this uh, 60 billion so you can keep the fight going. But you're portraying it so well, and I'm thinking, why don't you ask him for some money, to, to, to send us some money back? 
if it's going that well, you know, we're struggling over here. You know, send us some money back. How about that, Vladimir? If it's going so well, Tony. But, of course, it is a nonsense. <coughs> it's not going well. And I think Russia can finish this off anytime they want. And we have NATO talking, and you're hearing this increasingly. You're hearing it. There was a German official said the same thing. And there's a Swedish um, defense official uh, in the Swedish government that's saying we need to prepare for war, you know, with Russia. So this is the kind of narrative that's emerging uh, from the Europeans. Um, uh, a German official said Putin could quote, uh, quote, Putin could attack NATO in five to eight years. Uh, no evidence for this, of course. And uh, But they just keep pumping out the lies, essentially. Um, so you've got this constant contradiction and it's wearing thin you know you've got the international criminal court or international court of justice brought a very convincing case against israel or the south africans brought a case against israel for genocide and uh what did the israelis have to back this uh, to to um defend themselves against this. Well, we have the right to defend ourselves. Do you, though? I mean, these kind of unchallenged assertions that, again, you get from centrist right types over here, although, again, it's more the talking heads on the radio. Not If you look at YouTube comments or comments, you know, in other places, you'll see that, that you know, there's a disconnect between what some of these people affirm and assert that Israel has the right to defend its, uh, defend itself and, you know, due to these barbaric terrorists, and they, they fail to, they, they, they just seem impervious to irony. When you've killed in excess of 25,000 civilians, and you can still point the finger at, at another group because they're barbaric, there's something that's badly wrong. You might need to shift your position here a little bit. Um, and then when you look at the fact there's been so much come out about the attack itself, it seems for all intents and purposes that this atrocity propaganda, which Jews love to indulge in, the shock factor, beheading babies, raping women, it seems for all the world that this is exactly what I described it as atrocity propaganda and lies. There seems to be no evidence for this at all. In fact, what what benefit would it be for Hamas to break out of their prison, their open-air prison, and behead babies and rape women? No, as it turns out, the Israelis probably killed more of their own people on that day than Hamas did. And Hamas conducted a very strategic military operation that focused on taking hostages and they killed a lot of IDF soldiers. And unfortunately for them, that's a legitimate target. 
these are an occupi occupying force. And that also, under international law, if I understand it properly, renders them defenseless when it comes to we have the right to defend ourselves. No, you're an occupying force. It's the, it's the occupied who have the right to defend themselves. Uh, so uh, we've had, of course, typical Zionist Jewish moral outrage and over-the-top displays of victimhood, you know, audacity, mendacity, and, and more references to and recalling of the Holocaust. But things are changing. Because I have noticed more and more people, because, because of what Israel is doing, who are so outraged that they are... They have somehow found their voice when it comes to talking about Jewish lobby groups, particularly APAC, but Jews in general. And while I don't believe that Jews can be blamed for everything, it's impossible to look at the world we live in in the West today and not, be, not have them part of the discussion. And of course, I know and you all know as listeners that the reason they go out of their way to keep you know, invoking the Holocaust and censoring anybody who talks about them and the cries of anti-Semitism is because they don't want to be exposed. They don't want to be identified. But it's wearing thin. You know, I even heard people like, you know, like Larry Johnson on uh, Judge Napolitano's show. Um, he goes on Judge Napolitano's show like uh, Phil Giraldi does. Phil now was, is, is, uh, seems quite prepared to talk about Jewish and Zionist power. Um, but he said, you know, the, the whole Holocaust narrative is wearing thin. Because people are watching. You, 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 it's impossible to act the victim when you're just mass murdering people. Innocence. The IRA fought terror, or the, the British fought terrorism in, in Northern Ireland, my neck of the woods. But they didn't fly over West Belfast or South Armagh and completely level the place. You know, John Kirby says, when asked about South Africa and the case of genocide that was brought against Israel in the International Court of Justice, uh, what are his thoughts essentially on this? And does Israel have a legitimate defense? He said, well, we, need, we find these comments meritless, unproductive, and just no evidence for them. Go and look at the, the, the aerial pictures, John. On, on October 7th, and then look at them even a month later, or certainly today, the place doesn't exist anymore. Total annihilation. What exactly would it take for you to even entertain the idea of genocide, John? But this was just dismissed, dismissed out of hand. Blinken was also asked about, is there prefer uh, do, in that part of the world at least, I think this may have been a Davos when some of these questions were posed to Blinken. And there was another Jew there talking about it's like it's a very precarious time. Uh, it's a very difficult time for to be a Jew in America today. Again, whinging. Well, these people are the top earners for a tiny population. They are well overrepresented in anything and everything of power and influence in the banking system, in the media, in academia. They're running amok, 
And this guy, the, the temerity to say with a straight face, it's a very difficult time to be a Jew. This guy's a millionaire. Um, but Blinken was asked, is there preferential treatment given to, or do, do, do the Zionists or do the Jews see themselves as essentially superior and that the Gentiles in Palestine are less than and we will come to that on the other side. De Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth and say gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food. Seeing that the dollar's cheap, that's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because of the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And the gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis, gold a valuable thing to store, the power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419.
Sorry, I had myself on mute. Uh, welcome back here to Last Man Standing. Here with me, Paul Stevenson, on this Saturday, the 20th of January, uh, 2024. Again, the lines are open today if you want to call in. Love to hear from you because I haven't done a live show for a while. Um, not this year. So you can do that on toll-free uh, 800-313-9443. Uh, that's uh, 800-313-9443. Yeah, so it was at the World Economic Forum where Blinken was asked about Ukraine. And, of course, they, they, what they've done there is they've had to reshape the narrative of uh, and redefine what, for Putin, of course. Uh, it's not acceptable to for Putin to do that himself. But they've had to re- redefine what Putin's goals are in that war. To, to, to reshape what Putin had hoped to achieve uh, from the special military operation in Ukraine so that they can, rather than admit defeat, that they can spin this and portray it as a victory because Putin hasn't taken over uh, Ukraine. But the narrative is still that that's what Putin wants to do. And in all seriousness, you're, I, there was a, a, a child line in Sweden after this Swedish defense official minister talked about we need to in all serious we need to prepare for war we can no longer be complacent we need to prepare for war against Putin and there was a child line that, that basically exploded with so many calls where these anxious little Swedish young people terrified of the Russians are coming the Russians are coming in addition Blinken was asked um, he was asked about the Israeli-Gaza situation and essentially that in fact, let me see if I can find the clip here the audio quality might not be great but let's just put it on so you can hear I've been asked that I want to give you a chance to respond to that no Jerry Uh. okay, just bear with me you hear so often from people given the high civilian casualties in Gaza is does the United States do Jewish lives matter more than Palestinian and Muslim lives and Palestinian Christian lives uh, given the incredible asymmetry uh, in casualties and I've been asked that I want to give you a chance to respond to that no period um for me, I think for so many of us, um, what we're seeing every single day in Gaza uh, is gut-wrenching. Um, and the suffering we're seeing among innocent men, women, and children breaks my heart. The question is, what is to be done? We've made judgments about okay so he's asked do Jewish lives matter more than Muslim lives in that region or in Christian lives in that region no 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 definitely not and it's gut wrenching to watch it but this guy's acting as if he's, he's got no influence in this situation it's like literally you know slaughtering someone and standing over when the police arrive or you, you have someone come to see what all the noise is about and you're standing over after you've just murdered someone and standing saying isn't that a tragedy Look, what a waste of life. Uh, it's gut-wrenching. Like, like you've had no influence. You're the murderer! Like I said, they're talking about 
in on the one side of their mouth, it, it, with a straight face, they talk about we care so much, but it's it, for the Palestinians, it's gut wrenching. And the other hand, we're just supplying supplying them with the with the weapons. <coughs> To murder these people en masse. So, I mean, there's no level to the... You know, I heard someone saying, I, I, I think I saw it in the comment in one of the videos. He said the Israelis, he says they're offended by everything and ashamed of nothing. Uh, and this this guy Blinken, I mean, what is wrong with these people? I mean, apart from anything else, do they really think that 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 they're going to you know, be able to sell this nonsense? This duplicity, this obvious, odious display of hypocrisy. Anyway, I guess they do. They've been getting away with it for so long. Um, let's go to the lines. We've got Lynn Holding in Maryland, Mike in Kentucky, and Dawn in Arizona. So we'll get to everybody. We've got time. So go ahead, Lynn. Love to hear from you in any of the uh, topics today. I, I haven't even gotten to the... Uh, the UK situation, which is very similar over there, but I'm just going to say that we don't really have. Oh, we're going to a break soon, but we only have the illusion of democracy. So we'll we'll take the call from Lynn on the other side of the break. But over here, we don't have uh, democracy. We have the illusion. Both parties are run and bought and paid for by the same people. tuned in to the republic broadcasting network visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company we have a solution for you simply clean foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. 
That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Kilad Atzman says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ, RS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, I don't know. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show. Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Welcome back to Last Man Standing with me, uh, Paul Stevenson. I was just finishing off. I was saying, you know, the, the British electorate have had enough of the the Tories, but the problem is, the there is basically your it's a uni party, and I think it's even more of a uni party here than it is in the United States. I heard someone describe uh, the United States, and I, this would pertain, I guess, more to foreign policy than anything. That no matter who you vote for, you get John McCain. Well, in the UK, it's no matter who you vote for, you get Tony Blair. Because now we're going to, the other alternative is, uh, is Keir Starmer, a complete weasel. And he is probably worse than Sunak. But they're all the same. They're all cut from the same cloth. Sunak, David Cameron, Blair, uh, Boris Johnson, all of them. So we have a crisis of democracy in this country and again the irony isn't it us over here in the UK and you guys over there who are in a very similar situation with your political structure that uh, go around uh, promoting and uh, murdering people to in, in the name of spreading democracy anyway uh, go ahead Lynn and Marion and then we'll get to Mike and Don in Arizona Paul I gotta tell you you brought tears to my eyes when you said you were live I immediately hung up called and made a donation to RBN. Oh, great. So you are a blessing and an asset, and I am so glad to hear you live. Actually, I started listening to this Christian program that just drives me straight up a wall, Christian Zionism to the hilt. I'm always cussing by the end of it, and or yelling at the radio. And and it's on the same time as you, but I hung it up. I called Frank, and then I when I called back in, I asked Frank to please re-air this tonight. I said, because I missed so much of the beginning. Um but thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, when we think about Gaza and we think about our liberties getting lost, and, and you know, it's one of the reasons I think that we have all the, the, the immigrants coming into the country is because 
it's not so much to 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 unwhiten us as much as it is people who don't live here have no loyalty to here. They're mm. not loyal. I mean, and they're not treated well once they get here. They're bussed around and sent to where they're not used to cold. You know, let's send them up New York. Good idea. Um, yeah. You know, not, and it's not good for the people who live there either. But the thing is, we are being watered down. And so there's of nobody course. to. We're not going to be able to defend ourselves. And then you look at what happened in Gaza. And one of the things I was thinking about when you brought that up was I remember hearing, this was weeks ago, satellite photos. I have seen no pictures of Gaza. I haven't paid my paid my paper subscription. And then once Gaza started, I really haven't paid it because I don't want to see a picture. I hear the news, a lot of news. I know what's going I, on in the world. I don't watch TV. I'm not on the Internet. But when they did satellite photos and compared them just like day, a few days later, farmland over in the Gaza Strip went from green to brown. So they've done mm. something to that farmland, too. So Yeah, well, they've even... They've even stooped as low as bombing cemeteries. Uh, there, there's all sorts of uh, strange shenanigans going on over there with oh, uh, organ. Oh, yeah, and there's organ harvesting going on over there, and that's coming from people like Max Blumenthal, who's a Jew and very anti-Zionist. First of all, if, thank if you very you much. Your kind now, yesterday, there's an Israeli kid 18 who was called up to the draft and he's in a um, he objects and so he was put in military prison for 30 days got out and now he has a draft notice for monday he's going to go to show up and say nope nope not serving because he won't kill the palestinians and then when when amy goodman asked him how bad it was in the military prison because most of the other people they're all fine with killing the palestinians they're just in jail for going a wall for going home to make some money for a couple of weeks to help their family or something and you know but they're they're soldiers and so you know it can't be a fun time for him but what he said was really it's nothing compared to what the Palestinians are going through in the jails and the prisons in the West Bank. He's yeah, that's so, true. And that you is know, true. They're being tortured. They're being eliminated. They're being wiped off their land. If you know the Bible, we've all been taught lies about the Bible. We've been taught that they, you know, they're God's chosen people, and that was their land, and da 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 and they love reinforcing it. And I got misunderstood yesterday on here about something when I said the problem is Christian Zionists. Well, it is, because when you think of the Jewish population, and, and a lot of Jews, they're pretty liberal. They're not for this killing all these people in our country. They're not for that, most Jewish people. No, Orthodox, I don't know. But, but they're a small population generally. But you know what there are a lot of? Christian Zionists. Take the march downtown last week and the one in November. Over 200,000 people in D.C. C-SPAN doesn't cover it. But what do they cover? John Hagee's there sometime in November. And, and that March for Life yesterday, C-SPAN covers that, but not a peep. Not one peep about two to three hundred thousand people in D.C. And, yeah, I mean and, the Christian I mean, Zionist was movement. A great march, and then in London on Sunday. So, folks, yeah. we have to show up, speak up, call Congress, call the White House, call the State Department, and say you're not for it because it's our tax money that is with every person that dies. It's our military's weapons and and ammo that are killing them. And say yeah, you're not for it. 
Yeah, and it's the same over here with our government as well. And the Christian Zionist movement, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of videos on pushing back on that theologically. I mean, apart from anything else, you know, when you think about it, you know, maybe I don't know whether it's worse if you do understand Christian and eschatology, you know, eschatology like I do. But the idea of these people uh, 2,000 years later to attempt, you know, reclaiming that land because they think they've got a divine mandate and Christians supporting it, it's just crazy. Listen, Lynn, I've got I to go on, but listen, thank, thank you very much for your kind Bless words. Bless your heart. Hey, thank uh, you so much. It's so good to hear you live. I hope you keep coming back live on as much sure as you Sure, I will. Can. Thank you, Lynn, and thank, thank you for the donation you know. to, on behalf of the network. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Uh, Mike, thank you, talk to you. Thank, thank you. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I like your accent. Uh, but me laddie, have you ever tried some <laughs> cognac instead of the whiskey? The Sorry? cognac is uh, <laughs> cognac's made from grapes. It's supposed to got uh, a lot yeah. more uh, what resveratrol and antioxidants in uh during the 1980s. I don't know. I, I I I stay away from the harder stuff, you know, in my, my older age. <laughs> well, what, yeah, well, what I was about to tell you is they took droppers. They they uh, The guy was given as much cognac as he could use. He smashed garlic cloves and steeped it, uh, you know, pushed them into a bottle and steeped it in cognac and, and uh, made a tincture out of it and used droppers, uh, just so many drops a day to kill off the 1918 flu pandemic. Mm. Worth the worth looking. Into, yeah, well, yeah. Raw so raw garlic is very good. It's, I mean, it's not the most enjoyable thing to eat, but yeah, I do I do eat raw garlic myself. It's a very powerful thing, you know. Yeah, I tried it, but I forgot. I didn't read far enough to realize you're only supposed to use a few drops. <laughs> mm, yeah, it was okay. It was okay actually, but you have to like garlic, and, and it does keep the women away. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that's not always a bad little, thing. <laughs> uh, maybe vamp, maybe vampires. I've never ran into a vampire either. But um, so yeah, it's got antibiotic, sulfur stuff. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, the World Economic Forum thing. Did you see that wacky shaman doing the? That had a like a mask painted on her face and a weird hat. No, I didn't. I, I've uh, seen clips oh. of it with Lincoln and some other people, but I haven't seen the whole uh, thing. It, it'd be <laughs> painful to sit and watch sit, sit through that. You know? Well, there's clips of it around if you could find it. It's it's a little amusing. The audience applauded, and some of them kind of giggled a little bit. But she did her little like three or four directions for her little wind puff, and went yeah. over. Blew a puff of air on the on the hair of all the pe people participating for her little uh, her public her public uh, occult ritual. Yeah, and nobody was scared about getting any COVID from her. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's so weird? You know, uh, you remember you remember the uh, the governor Whitmire kidnapping crap. Ah, yeah. Or yeah, the the whole the you know the whole bunch of whatever they were militia people or whatever were set up by an FBI guy. Who got his? Their entire case was built off of him, and he lost all his credibility because he cold cocked his wife after they got home from a uh, swingers party, a sex party, where she got mad and wanted to leave. Well, when they got home, he he cold cocked her, knocked her into the chimney or something. And mm. He lost his uh, he lost his badge, but he was their main part of their case. So that's what happened with that. But during the height of COVID, this this FBI informant infiltrator guy had no fear of COVID. Going to a yeah, swingers wow. party? And his wife went yeah. to a swingers party too? 
So you get the mm. idea that there's some inside knowledge for some of these people that are not scared a bit. <laughs> yeah, you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> They're not scared a bit yeah. of COVID. No, no, no. Excellent Mike, Mike, I'm, I'm just going to... Um, I'm going to go on because I want to make sure I get everybody else in. I've got three callers waiting, and we've only got oh, about eight. Okay. Well, you sounded like you were begging for callers, so I called in. But uh, I would. Yeah, no. Listen, I'm going to be uh, calling again next week as well because uh, I haven't okay. done a live show for a while. So if, if people start calling in yeah. early, then we'll get along, along, you know. But I want to get one, to Don and Benny and Tom. One last thing is sure. Uh, go ahead. It looks. It looks like the Uber Elite Rabbi. They've been keeping mm. part Eve kosher vegan. Right. They don't have to worry about they don't have to worry about any animal vectors for disease that they're vaccinating. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, and who knows what's going on under those tunnels and uh, synagogues in New York. But, uh, yes, let's uh, go on to Don, and thank you for calling. Mike. Call in again next week. It'll be good to hear from you. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk a bit longer. Hello. Hello, Paul Edwards, Stevenson. How you doing? Okay? Yeah, good, Don. How are you, sir? Hey, the thing is, somebody's got to do something about this uh, Palestine situation. And what I hear a lot, people say, uh, <clears throat> the phrase you hear a lot, Israel will not accept such and such. Well, no, they're not going to accept nothing. They're gonna, you're going to have to go in there with an army. That's what they will accept. That's the only thing they're going to listen to. Anything I think you're short right. Of that, it's going to take military force to get them straightened out, and that's the only. Well, the only people force. you've got, yeah, the only people you've got, you know, attempting to, you know, uh, push back on them are the Houthis, and of course, rather than, you know, the U.S. and the U.K. saying, okay. Let's let's uh, you know put the squeeze on Israel here. No, they just bomb the Houthis. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do it. It's not gonna be the U.S. and U.K. They're totally useless and dead. Basically, they're both failed states. It's gonna have to be China and <laughs> Russia go in there and 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 show them. Hey, you gotta get rid of the apartheid, or is what you gotta do because this two-state solution is not gonna work. They gotta dismantle the apartheid. And if the Jews want to stay there and live with the Palestinians as equal, they can, but they won't. Most of them will go to Brooklyn, New York, or one of their, they'll go see their cousins in Brooklyn or someplace in... Well, here's the thing. In, you know, there, there's a lot of problems already in Israel. You've got to remember, it's a small place. You've had a lot of people who have been displaced up in the north because of Hezbollah. So now you've got, the you know, the Israeli government paying for these people, you know, for their accommodation, and they're no longer working. The soldiers are no longer working, which is devastating, the, you know, their economy. A lot of a lot of Jews are leaving there because they don't uh, feel secure. That's so good. They should get out of there. They don't belong there. That's, that's you know, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, and no, I agree. Um, but, you know, Hezbollah is a big problem. It'll take some force of some kind, maybe extreme economic sanctions. We don't have time for that. We, what we need is... is uh, China and Russia to pull some uh, just invade the place with troops what the hell are they going to do they'll, they'll have to just surrender immediately because they're not going to fight they, they ain't going to fight they're cowards basically they're cowards. <laughs> their army is a damn bunch of damn cowards they grab little kids is what they do and, and kill uh, women and children I mean they're not actually soldiers most of them no 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 I agree yeah, okay, they're, I'm going to let you go and get your other get your other callers Paul Edward thank you thank you Don yeah, great point. You know, their soldiers, I think there's a lot of propaganda around how great Mossad and their soldiers are, but these people are very squirmish about, you know, lo uh, losing, you know, suffering casualties because, you know, I guess one Jew, if you look at the situation, that's worth about 100 Gentiles, so they don't like that. Um, 
So they're very good at dropping big bombs from the safety of an F-16 jet uh, on top of uh, innocent uh, civilians. Um, and I think they better be very careful. They're, they're very dogmatic about, you know, not wanting a, a two-state and wanting to expand this greater Israel plan. But be better, uh, you know, be careful what you wish for because it might not be any uh, Jewish state there um, in the end. Okay, Vinny in Indiana. Go ahead, Vinny. Hello. Um, hey, you know, you guys, uh, you're talking about uh, the Israelis and their uh, misuse of the October 7th, kind of creating a false flag when they killed a lot of, a lot of the Israelis that died were caught in a crossfire. They, they used massive too much force. But also, Gonzalo Lira, he exposed a false flag. And people forget this. Um, in spring of, two, of uh, 2022, uh, when the Russians... Uh, you know, they thought there were going to be a peace settlement, and they pulled out of uh, the suburbs of Kiev, and the, Ukraine, uh, the uh, Banderas rounded up people who were either ethnically Russian or people who were pro-peace, anti-war Ukrainians, and they massacred them at a uh, suburb called Bucha or Bucha or whatever. And, uh, Bucha. You know, it got, yeah, it got all over the media, and people were claiming, well, this is the Russians. And Gonzalo Lira was one of the first people who got out and said, look, there's no way the Russians did this because the bodies um, were not bloated. If the Russians had pulled out the week before and the Ukrainians didn't move in for a week, the bodies would have all been bloated uh, because it was, you know, it wasn't too cold. It was, uh, you know, it was warm enough where the bodies would have decomposed. And uh, he's the guy who stuck his neck out and said all that. And then he got arrested. And he got beaten up for the first time, you know, in, uh, in I think, the late spring, early summer of uh, 2002. And that had been about the timeline that Boris Johnson came in and said, oh, you know, we can't have peace in Ukraine. we got to keep up, you know, we got to keep this war going. So, yeah. you know, he, he, he deserves a lot of credit because, you know, I've heard you and Patrick Slattery mention him, but... Uh, People forget that he made a really important contribution, which probably motivated him to, you know, to stay in Ukraine. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, people are a lot more sophisticated in how they disseminate information now, and the wheels have come off this kind of indoctrination and this atrocity propaganda that's pumped out and the false flags. You know, if you abuse people's trust often enough, eventually you lose the trust. So I don't. I think an increasing amount of people and people who are born north of 1970, I don't think they believe or even watch anything that comes out of mainstream media anymore. And like I said, they're a lot more sophisticated in how they disseminate the information. So that's a great thing. Great points, uh, Vinny. I'm going to go on to Tom in Florida, see if we'll squeeze in the last two callers. Tom, we'll hold you over uh, until after. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. 
The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at RepublicBroadcasting.org T-O-M at RepublicBroadcasting.org And welcome back. We've got about six minutes here, so uh, bear that in mind, Tom. And and then we'll get to Paul in New Jersey. So you got about three minutes, Tom. Good to hear from you. Happy New Year. Yeah, good good to you hear you, Paul, too, and uh, wonderful hearing you. Yeah, so I want to make it real quick. And by the way, Lynn and uh, Lynn made a very very good call, and uh, everybody's making a very very good call, great call. But uh, I guess sure I agree. And as far as Mike, as far as Mike goes, he's talking about the shaman in uh, in Davos. You know that that, uh-huh. that shaman was from the Amazon River. I mean, from the Amazon. How's that working out for that shaman? When all those Davos criminals are going in the Amazon and tearing the whole damn uh, forest apart. Yeah, exactly. Force to pieces. So how how is this shaman actually that powerful when she's allowed her own her own uh, air, uh, region of area to be uh, destroyed by these Davos swines? So you know, sure. what, a, what a bonus joke this is. What a joke! You got this woman blowing uh, air on his head. And why she why she should have started blowing all those on all those guys that tore down the rainforest. 
Give me a. <laughs> I want to go to. Um, uh, of course, you know we have a guy here in the Pawn Stars, Rick Harrison, uh, at Pawn Stars. He's a big show here in uh, History Channel. His son just passed away yesterday, and it looks like he might have died from fentanyl or drugs. So, right. Paul, we're being wiped out in the United States. We're killing hundreds of thousands of people with drugs, DUIs. All these mm. uh, illegals are coming here to get drunk and smashing cars, stealing cars. It's all crazy. We got yeah. gangs all over here. This is a this is a giant uh, Barbara Specter cabal, and that pig and all these sh- uh, Soros and all these schmucks, Katzenberg, Zuckerberg, they're all swines. They hate they hate a uh, uh, Northern European Christian. And uh, to Lynn's point, she made a lot of great uh, points. But I got to tell Lynn, you know, in the Old Testament, and that's what people got away from the Old Testament. They don't they don't tell you when Moses came down from that mount. What happened? What did the Jews do? They turned to the golden calf. And that's, all that's exactly all right. They're never going to change. They're never going to change. It's all about the money, exactly money, right. money, 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 money. It's all about the money. No, no, exactly right. Me. Okay? Yeah. So who's kidding who here? And these Jews know the power of money until they, there's no money left. Uh, if you went back on like an, uh, under, uh, what was that movie that Mel Gibson made? Uh, under Thunderdome? Barter Town? Until it goes to that, it's going to be, uh, they're going to be always in control. Tom, I'm going to let you go. We'll give Paul in New Jersey one second because he's been holding. But listen, call in next week again earlier because I'll open the lines again next week and we'll have a bit more time for everybody. Go ahead, Paul uh, in New Jersey. You've got the last word on it uh, today, Paul. Well, for one, uh, Henry David Thoreau said there are a thousand hacking at the branches of evil to one who is striking at the root. And the fact of the matter is the people who support and pay for the Jewish state of Israel are Jews. Nonprofits in Israel uh, uh, raise about uh, $2 billion a year in donations from uh, countries throughout the world for Israel. And mm. half of those are from Jewish organizations and individuals in North America, mostly in the United States. So the point is, I urge everybody out there, if you do business with Jews... Try to find Gentiles you can do business with and bring the boycott of Israel home domestically to Jews in our vicinity and refrain from doing business with them. Defund Jewish people because Jews are going to take that money you give them in business and then they're going to donate it to Israel. So I really urge people to, like, you got to hit them in the wallet we got to defund Israel and the state of Israel. Ultimately, uh, since we can't do it through government yet, we should be doing it on an individual basis uh, commercially and take our business to fellow Gentiles. And, of course, don't fund the John Hagees and the rest of the Zionists. Great point, Paul. Great point. Unfortunately, some great points there. Unfortunately, Paul, we're just out of time, but... um do call in again. I'll be back again on Monday with uh, Richard Carey and uh, next week, obviously. So here on RBN, take care and God bless. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. 
So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You can't handle the truth! Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.